Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing on in our study of chapter 15 in the book of Acts. Actually, we're studying the book of Acts. We happen to be in chapter 15. We'll finish this chapter today and we'll be ready tomorrow to start chapter 16. But remember, in chapter 15, there was a dissension that arose in the church at Jerusalem. And the dissension was about whether the Gentiles should be circumcised or not. And many of the Jewish believers there uh, insisted that they be circumcised and told to keep the law of Moses. And we have been talking about that for a few days now. The conclusion of that dissension was a decision not to uh, cause them or not to put that yoke on them to have to keep the law of Moses or even to be circumcised. They encouraged them to do just a, a couple of things, a few things, um, and that would be to abstain from things offered to idols uh, because it might offend the conscience of others that thought that shouldn't be done, not because it was wrong necessarily, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. And so again, like we talked yesterday, or Friday I guess, it's not so much a matter of legalism in many things that we do in life, it's a matter of wisdom. And if we want to maintain our relationships, our marriages, our relationship with, with co-workers, with even our children, things like that, then there's certain things that we should do. Not that God won't love us if we don't, but that it may be difficult for us in, in relationships in life. So at any rate, he, he, they finished the letter, and we're going to pick it up today in verse number 30, and uh, we'll probably go on down and finish this chapter today. So, so, so when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Notice that when you are liberated from the law, the requirement of the law, it brings great encouragement to one's heart. Verse 32 says, Now Judas and Silas, themselves being prophets, also exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings to the brethren, from the brethren to the to the apostles. So they were sending them back from Antioch and the region thereof where they delivered this letter. And now these people were going back to Jerusalem. But it seemed good to Silas, verse 34, to remain there. And 30, verse 35 says, Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So uh, I don't know how big the team was initially that went down to Antioch with this letter. I'm sure it was sizable. Many of them, most of them went back. But Silas, Paul, and Barnabas stayed and continued to teach in the church there. And then verse 36 says, Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now this is essentially how you see and view the modern day missions movement. Uh, people will go to a place and preach and, and establish maybe churches and schools and, and things like that. And then periodically they'll go back to see how they're doing. Uh, we are uh, this year at some point going to go back down to Central America, visit our, our pastor down there, uh, our friend who's going to start a Bible college uh, for us this year. And we'll see how he's doing. We'll teach and preach to his people. We'll encourage them in the Lord. And then we will periodically go back and see how they're doing. So God puts us in the kingdom for relationship. And, uh, and so we see uh, Paul and Barnabas now contemplating their second 
theologically speaking, their second missionary journey. Uh, Paul makes three such journeys in his life, but this is the second. And now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. Now, this is verse 37, and if you'll remember over in chapter 12, John Mark was with them, and right in the middle of their trip, the first missionary journey, as we'll call it, um, he split. He went back to Jerusalem. He left them uh, high and dry, you might say, and uh, so now Barnabas is wanting to take him with them on this trip. Verse 38 says, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to, to, the, work, uh, to the work. So remember in Pamphylia, down in that region, that's when things started to unravel shortly thereafter. Paul was stoned. Um, you know, there was just a lot going on there. And uh, he wasn't too happy, apparently, with, with John Mark, so he didn't want to take him. Verse 39, then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God, and went through Syria, Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Now what I want you to just kind of focus on here today, because this is a big deal in the kingdom of God. This is a big deal that this is recorded for us in scripture, I believe. But most people, never fulfill their purpose in Christ, I'm convinced, because of things like this. There's offense, there's uh, animosity, there's some kind of a confrontation and a conflict, and people just choose not to get over it. They choose not to work through it, they choose not to communicate about it, and what this does is it ends up having a very destructive uh, effect, not just on them, but on their lives, on their families, on their ministry. But here we see the perfect way to handle contention, a problem, um, a falling out, if you will, whatever you want to call it, offense. They just chose not to be offended. And the reason we know that is because we don't see them trash-talking one another. We don't see them trying to compete with each other's ministry. In fact, later on in Paul's ministry, he asks specifically for John Mark that he uh, would be useful for him for ministry. Uh, and so Barnabas, remember, he's the son of encouragement. He has a different gifting uh, than, than Paul does. So Paul may be a little bit more you know, black and white about some things where Barnabas is trying to work John Mark through this situation. But at any rate, when they could not agree, they just decided to part ways and continue doing what they were doing. If people leave our churches... If people leave our businesses, if people leave our sports affiliations, you know, our little league to go to another city or whatever the case may be, it is not something we should uh, stop engaging the kingdom of God over. It's not something we should stop loving them over. Um, just continue on your way. Do what God called you to do with the people he called to do it with you. And I'm telling you, friends, your life will soar and you will not be bogged down with all the offense, with all the competition, with all the, um, the competitive things that come with that mindset. It's just unhealthy, uh, particularly in the kingdom of God where we're all on the same team. We're trying to get forth the kingdom of God and the word of his love and grace. And we can't do that bickering and, and um, backbiting one another. So here's the thing, as we go into our world today, Let's just be mindful of the opportunities to be offended. There are many. 
And they will come at you throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your life. And whether we accept those opportunities to be offended or not are going to play a key role in us fulfilling what God called us to do. Uh, Paul said, I finished my race with joy. He and Barnabas remained friends. Uh, Paul carried no animosity. Barnabas didn't either. Uh, so it's important for us to know that, that we must trust God with those relational type things. Uh, care enough to confront, talk it out, express your dissatisfaction or your disagreement, and then move on without any, uh, anything being harbored, any ill will being, being taken. And so we have a per perfect example here of how to work uh, through conflict. And most people never, ever grasp this. Most people uh, become passive-aggressive or internalize their, their frustration and then allow that to destroy them. Um, so at any rate, friend, today as we finish this chapter, just know that God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. The devil is a liar, and he'll try to pit uh, you against others. But it's not the case. God is in control of all of us. He is leading and guiding, and we can have peace in knowing that he's not going to give up on us. Amen? So thank you for your time today. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you tomorrow right here on the podcast as we begin chapter 16. God bless.